Welcome back to Don't Look Under the Bed. Recognized by International Hospitality Institute on its list of top 30 hospitality podcasts. How cool is that? Did you know that Don't Look Under the Bed is a part of the Hospitality FM Network? A podcast network dedicated to bringing the best hospitality-focused podcasts to those in and around the industry. From food and beverage, guest experience, diversity and inclusion, tech, operations, hotels, vacation rentals, and so many more. Hospitality FM is passionate about giving the industry a more prominent and louder voice, all by going all in on audio. Check out the website at hospitality.fm. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Don't Look Under the Bed. I'm Robin. And I'm Nikki. Hey, friend. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I am good. Awesome. We are recording on a Saturday morning before you rush (laughs) off to what? (laughs) Well, today, you know, I'm I'm the adventure waits. That's like the slogan over here. (laughs) (laughs) I will be heading out uh, with a group of young boys to go camping, overnight camping. Oh, boy. And yes, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. And I'm um, excited for you. It's hot. That's my only issue right now. Yeah, it it's, is. And then it's supposed to rain at oh. some point today. So hopefully it rains early enough in the day that, you know, when we get there, we'll be okay. okay. But um, I'm not excited about the heat or the mosquitoes. Yeah. So. You know what? <laughs> Thoughts and prayers go with you. So y'all have Absolutely. fun. Absolutely. It's for the it's for the kids. It's and I for love the, the kids. kids. Yes. <laughs> and they so enjoy it. Yes. So today we are talking about the workplace and the environment at the workplace. Specifically, what kind of coworker are you? <laughs> That's the topic for today. So what kind of coworker are you, Nikki? You know, I, there are many uh, adjectives and nouns, I think, that you can use to describe a coworker. Yeah. I, I feel like um, in some regards, I'm, I'm somewhere, I, I have multiple personalities. <laughs> Same. <laughs> in, the, in the office. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just, I have multiple personalities in the office and I think that's okay. You can yeah. be different people, mm-hmm. but um I feel like I'm, I'm the cheerleader. I'm always, I'm always going to root for the team. Yes. I am an absolute team player. Yeah. I want to celebrate people's success. I want to jump in and help, you know, sometimes I'm the mom where I have to pull people together and, you know, maybe talk to them in my not so nice voice and and help them get themselves back together. So Mm -hmm. You know, I, I feel like um, I definitely have different personalities in the office. Yeah. So you use your different uh, your different hats based on the situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I would consider myself also uh, the cheerleader or the motivator or like I affectionately call the director of food and fun. I mean, because it is an office, there is a job to do, but we should we should be able to have fun. So 
I'm all for, again, like you said, um, team player, making sure that everybody's able to meet their goal and pulling together, um, you know, when there's a crisis or whatever the case may be, but um, yeah, motivator, cheerleader. I would be interested to know what people would describe me as. So that's absolutely, that's for another show, but uh, (laughs) absolutely a time leak. I've I've been referred to as a time leak. Oh boy. (laughs) So we have, uh, we've got so many different categories of coworkers. Like, like you mentioned before, the cheerleader, um, we've got the narc or the hall monitor. Who's kind of like watching everybody and telling on people. You've got like that overworked, swamped person. Um, what else? Like the oversharer who just like shares way too much after their, uh, when they come back from the weekend. It's like, bro, I, I don't need to know all that. Right. Um, I don't want to know you like and that. And I don't want to know you that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we've got, again, like the social director. I would say I'm kind of like that. I don't plan the happy hours, but I do like and like to celebrate the birthdays and all the holidays and things like that. So um, I like doing that. I think, um, I think for as much as there's the, the fun side and Mm -hmm. the fun traits, I think, you know, you also have to focus on like every office has a comedian yeah, and, and they're cracking jokes and sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's not funny. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, where is HR? Cause it's about yeah, to go down. Cause it's bored. It's bordering <laughs> on uh, harassment sometimes. And yeah, that's true. Yeah. So there's some and people that will be right there on the line. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, we, we have the wet blanket. Oh boy. The schlep rock, if you will. Yeah. If you're that, old enough to remember that reference, he always had a cloud yeah. hanging over him. <laughs> yeah. Or, or my personal favorite, there's always that person carrying the bucket of bitterness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not the bucket of bitterness. <laughs> and it's so, it's not funny, but I mean, it's like. Yet we laugh. <laughs> yet we laugh. I mean, whatever is going on outside of the workplace, I get it. People have lives and people are going through stuff. Um, but when you're at work, you know, we all have a job to do. And so we need to be able to do it in a nice, respectful, trusting environment. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I think, I think not only does this conversation apply to hospitality, because I mean, a, if you're in hotel sales, you have a personality type. Yes. (laughs) Like some, some, somewhere in there, you know, whether you're a used car salesperson mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. whatever, you have a personality type. And then, you know, a lot of times in our offices, you may be working with different operations mm-hmm. folks. You yeah. may be working with accounting or IT. Mm-hmm. And I, I think sometimes uh, the way we translate with all of our joy, mm-hmm. you know, it sometimes it's too much for people. It might be too much for some just because we are so... Um, I guess we, you know, let me back up. Cause I really am an introvert, even though I'm a salesperson. I mean, people, <laughs> people probably don't believe that, but I'm an introvert. 
but if there's somebody that's like doing the most or just like really over the top, like the real cheerleader in the office that that's just like on 10 all day long. Yes. That kind of grates my nerves. So I understand how that IT person or that accounting introvert, let me quote unquote introvert might feel because that, that does grate my nerves. And so I have to check myself, you know, to make sure I'm not out of pocket with them and so that they can be their full selves, you know, around me. So that's, that's important to allow people to be who they are. And so if you're on 10 all day, that's fine with me. I know how to remove myself from the situation (laughs) if it gets to be too much. Right. Well, and I mean, and yeah, there are people that they are always on, you know, I, I refer to it as being on or being a game show host. Yeah. You know, you've heard me say that I'm a game show host Mm -hmm. right now or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, and I think you have to have balance because nobody is on all the time. Yeah. But for someone who's more of an introvert type of personality, that can be very difficult yeah. to handle. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you gotta, you gotta have some consideration yeah. and then um, be a, be a self-manager. That's that, right. That's, that's Absolutely. what I call it. I have to be able to manage myself yeah. and, and read the room, mm-hmm. read, read the, the room. room, read sure. the room. Yeah, absolutely. So we've gone through a few of these um, types, personality types. Um, or coworker types. Uh, are there any more? I know there's something I mean, like uh, there's one in particular. It's the know-it-all. Yes. Um, and that person doesn't grate my nerves as much. Um, but I mean, when you just absolutely know everything and you have to be right all the time. Um. That's hard. It is because it's hard for the team. And so if the team doesn't know how to, to deal with that person, it could be, you know, it can create kind of a crunchy environment as well. You end up eating lunch by yourself in the corner. Yeah. You typically will be that person eating lunch by yourself. So don't be a (laughs) know-it-all. And, and I think, I think, People appreciate knowledge. I yeah. appreciate knowledge. Sure. I'll be the, you know, I'll be the first one to say I'm always learning. Yeah. I'm a student of hospitality. Right. I'm continuing to learn yeah. all the time, new things. Mm-hmm. But for someone who knows it all, that that does kind of yeah, that and works. I like me. somebody that's that knows a lot and that's educated and that is clearly like a master at all the systems and the hotel and all that. So when I say know it all. I am talking about a specific person that will, it's kind of a contrarian or not even a contrarian, but somebody that will give you like the molecular structure of a waffle. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you know what, it's, it's really not that serious. I'm just asking if, um, you know, can you change this reservation after it's done so-and-so? Right. And it's kind of like the person 
that's the well actually person. That's probably the know-it-all that I'm speaking of. <laughs> the well, well actually. actually. Yeah, it's it's more of a, well, actually. And it's like, okay, I got my like, answer bruh. already. And they, yeah. And so they want to be right so bad so they, they can prove you wrong. Maybe that's, maybe that's the person I'm talking about. Because the know-it-all is not bad. Um, yeah. But it's the well actually person that um, that is a little bit annoying. But yeah. But we deal, we deal <laughs> and, with them. I mean, there's, there's no joy in proving someone wrong. Yeah. There really isn't. There's like, not. I mean, to me, that's very small level thinking. There's no joy. And I feel like there's no joy in proving someone wrong. You yeah. just, you know, I used to say, which I noticed when, whenever I'm in a situation and I use this phrase, people, they're like beat red after I mm-hmm. say it. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll just say, that's fine. Here's where we agree to disagree. Oh, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. Because, yeah. And I then mean, you just keep it moving. Right. You just keep That's going healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I have a job to do. We all have jobs to do. Yeah. You know, you're, you're only as good as your last 30 days. So let's get it. Yeah. But I'm not going to sit up here and argue with you. <laughs> yep. It's true. Yeah. It's and, absolutely true. And so, and then too, I think, I think when you, when you ask the question, what kind of coworker are you Mm -hmm. And every office has the eternal pessimist or the negative Nancy, the Debbie downer, Debbie downer. Yeah. (laughs) What do you do do with them or how do you, what, you know, so what I used to do before I was in management, I would just ignore it. And I just, walk away and remove myself from the situation. So, so I didn't have to hear it, mm-hmm. but being a manager, I mean, you, you kind of have to deal with it so that the entire office feels more positive and productive. So you have to deal with it. So in dealing with maybe like a negative coworker or the the pessimistic Patty, um, <laughs> you know, you just kind of, you have to dig in. So one of the techniques I've, I've read is, you know, you have to make the employee feel heard and, you know, find out what's going on. Let them, right. let them talk about it. Let them air it out, whatever it is. Um, identify the positives in their negative comments, you know, try to flip it and let them see the bright side. If right. You will. So kind of fill the glass up. Um, if it's something that requires additional um, conversation, obviously you refer it to HR. Yes. You know? um, yes. Again, you can excuse yourself politely from, you know, the, the convert, if there's a conversation that's taking place, you know how to tap out and, and keep it moving. Right. Um, right. Surround yourself with positive coworkers. That that's always worked for me. Um, just because, you know, I'm kind of not old, but you know, I, I don't, I, I don't <laughs> you're like I don't subscribe to the gossipy you know whatever and I always keep a very positive mindset my glass is always half full so I try to fill everybody else's glass up 
Um, right. You know, it, like you said before, you have to manage yourself. So focus your time and energy on yourself. And so if you have that person around you, you know, you keep your energy up in hopes that it will maybe influence their energy. You know, they can't yeah. sit around. I mean, or they, I guess they can sit around the office by themselves with their Scooby-Doo lunchbox in the corner and everybody else is having fun. But that, that serves no one. So I just think, um, you know, we'd need to try to engage them. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think just the current state of hospitality and where we are right now, mm-hmm. you know, the past two years, pe- people have gone through a lot. Yeah. And, and even coming back into the workforce, you know, that's, that's changed. Yeah. A lot of that has changed. Um, so I, I think some of those added, not attitudes, but some of those things come over with, you know, I've been sitting at home the last two years or, you know, I'm trying to get my life back on track Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So I I think we do have to extend a little grace to each other, um, in these situations. And I feel like what's, what's key here is how, how do we deal with it? Yeah. How do we handle it? You know, how, how do you not let it affect you um, so that, that you can be your best self? Yeah. You know, like you said that we've gone through a lot to, you know, together collectively. So I think coming back into the office, it's an opportunity for people to leave some of that, uh, you shake some of that bad stuff off, Mm -hmm. come into an environment that's, that's respectful, that's fun. Um, you know, like you said, somewhere where they can be them, their full selves. And, you know, we have the opportunity to, to create that environment for people. Um, because sometimes, you know, home is, it's difficult, you know, like people are going through, what is this? baby food shortage or something. Yes. And it's yeah. like, that's unbelievable. what is happening. <laughs> yeah. So people are going through like real shit at home. And so mm. when they get to work, it's like, you don't want them to have to have a time at work too. Let's make it fun. You know, let's, let's, let's yeah. make it where, where it's positive so that everybody can be productive, you know? Um, but yeah. like you said, you have to deal with it. And, um, friend of the show, Stephanie Carradin gave us some, some great tips, um, you know, to, to help us manage some of these things, you know, like, I think she said, um, understanding what your own boundaries are and making them clear to others, you know? So if there's a, uh, negative, conversation taking place or, you know, gossipy or whatever. I mean, you address it and just say, you know, this is not, I I don't want to be a part of this. And if there's an issue, you need to address it with X, Y, and Z, but count me out. Right. Yeah. Um, She also mentions uh, self-awareness is key. Yeah. You know, knowing what triggers you, Mm -hmm. uh, knowing what bothers you. Mm -hmm. 
And once you can identify these things, then you can control and manage your emotions and these situations. Yeah. That, you know, as, that's as very helpful up. for me, uh, for the well, actually person, because <laughs> that just grates my nerves. I think and we all so- have that one thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I think we all have that one yeah. thing that just takes us over the edge. Yeah, yeah. it, it, it yeah. really can. Um, what was the other thing? So she also said, don't fall prey and stay away from negative energy as much as possible. If you have to work with the negative Nelly or gossipy Jane, keep the conversation short and precise. And that way you don't give them a chance to go into things that are not part of your work. Right. You, so you have just to keep shift. it about work. Yes. You have to shift. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep it about work and um, don't even entertain any of the other conversations that are not work related. Um. Yeah. Absolutely. So those are great, great tips. It's, it's for me, it's such a win when you are able to, uh, help a coworker to overcome that mm-hmm. or, or maybe, maybe it's not, maybe it's having an understanding yeah. of why they feel the way they do. It's yeah. like, okay. You know, it's like you can be negative Ned, mm-hmm. But now I, I better understand why you feel like that. Right. So you, you, know? you allow them the opportunity to feel heard. And so that's, yeah, that's pretty much what anybody wants. They want to be heard. Just like when a guest comes to the front desk and they're irate about something, they just want somebody to hear them. They don't want yes. you to throw 10,000 points at them, you know, yes. off top. Yeah. It's like, listen to what I'm saying, you know, listen to what I'm saying hear what I'm saying. Um, you're hearing me, but you're not listening. Oh yeah. That's huge. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think, I think it all boils down to, uh, feeling heard. So if there's somebody at work that's having an issue and they don't feel that it's being resolved, um, or whatever, hear them out. I think that's, that's, that's sound, yeah. sound and- advice for sure. And you don't, you don't have to agree, but just listen. No, no, no. Right. You don't have <laughs> to agree, listen. but you can offer up, but you can offer up, um, you know, some suggestions. And like I said before, you know, identify the positives within the negatives, you know, oh, well, I have to work until six. Okay. Well, you can come in a little bit early. You can come in a little bit later tomorrow um, or whatever the case may be. There's always right. a, there's always an answer. Um, so with me being a glass half full person, I'm going to always look for the ray of sunshine. Well, and so, and, uh, yeah. And, yeah. and we need that. I yeah. think we all, we all need that. And sometimes you just, you just have to say it. That's yeah. what I tell my co. Okay. What's frustrating you. Sometimes yeah. you just need to say it and then we can move on. Yeah. Just say it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, what else? I think, you know, I I think you just, you got to have office boundaries and, you know, you have to have a code. Yeah. You know, you have to have a, uh, what kind of person are you trying to be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just be respectful of others and, and know that they should be comfortable enough to show up as them, as their true selves. Right. I totally agree. I totally agree. Do you agree with the notion that 
if there is an issue, you take it directly to that person? Or do you go to the supervisor or the, the next person up? I'm, for me, I'm going to first try to have a conversation with that individual. Yeah. And then if we can't get anywhere, Mm -hmm. then I may go ahead and bubble it up. Yeah. So it's just, and I mean, even, even that's tricky because no one wants to be confronted on, on their behaviors. Right. Yeah. Uh, But it's like either, you know, either I'm going to sit in the corner and be upset about Mm -hmm. it and nothing happens Yeah. or I can bring it to this person's attention Mm -hmm give them an opportunity to do something and then it then we'll go to the next step right if it's you know if it's not being resolved yeah yeah so. i think we should be able to speak with one another i mean we work together every single day and we should be comfortable enough to have conversations whether they're tough or not um right so yeah i agree with you i like the person to person but what if you have that person that doesn't address it with you, but takes it somewhere else. Right. And, and, and I've had that happen. And I, and I, for me, I'm always in the frame of, you know, almost, almost apologetic that you didn't feel like you could come tell me. Yeah. Or, you know, it's just like, well, you, you could have told me about it, but Mm -hmm. now that we're, or I wish you would have felt comfortable enough to come and tell me about it. That person is referred to the shady coworker. Right. <laughs> it's like, dude, I sit, I literally sit right next to you. And you could not have, you could not have that conversation with me. Like yeah. somebody but said I, that my phone was ringing and I wasn't in the office. And so something needs to be done about that. And so if I'm out on calls or if I'm out at the other hotel, and my phone is ringing, either answer it or don't answer it or turn it down. But that could have been a conversation that you and I had mm-hmm. that did not have to bubble up above property. Yeah. But, and right. I, I, right. But, and I feel like when people <sighs> do that, there's usually an ulterior motive. It's, it's bigger than whatever that situation is. Okay. And I mean, I will say from just personal experience, yes, when someone does that to you, yeah, it is very hard to overcome. It is because there's no it's, trust. It is very, yeah, it is there's very no hard. Trust. And, and sometimes it's the little things that will yeah. cause a complete breakdown. Yeah. Be, you know, because it's, it's the small things. Yep. I agree. Um, I just... Again, if I don't trust you, um, I don't respect you. And mm-hmm. so that that positive work relationship is um, it's out the window. So we have to figure out a way to fix it. Um, yes. But I don't know. Yeah, it, uh, it's it's hard. You know, it's it's hard. And and I think, too, sometimes, you know, people like you and I, we've, we've been in the business, we've kind of grown up, come through 
this business. So you're used to dealing with a lot of different personalities, yes, Correct. but, but, you know, there's certain lines once they are crossed, it is, it's very hard to come back and yeah. we deal with money and we deal with numbers mm-hmm. and goals. And it's, you know, salespeople are, I think, naturally competitive in, in different ways. Yeah. You know, so it's, that's kind of hard when somebody right. can messes you over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly. That. And so I read somewhere that nothing's nothing others do is because of you. They are dealing with their own issues. And that mm-hmm. at the core uh, have absolutely nothing to do with you. So my glass half full is saying, you know what, this has nothing to do with me. I'm sure they're going through something. And so let me still maintain my uh, dazzling personality. Right. <laughs> and continue to give them my razzle dazzle. <laughs> right. I mean, that, and that's perspective. And yeah. that's also maturity. Yeah. You know, exactly. you, you got to be at yeah. a certain level yeah. to accept that. But I mean, I love that you, you give them your razzle dazzle. Yeah. I'm bringing my abracadabra. That's <laughs> it. Come on. I don't care. I'm over here doing this. <laughs> right. Right. So um, in closing, I would just say, you know, the secret to managing conflict with others is to resist trying to convince them of what you believe or even know to be true. So that's something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So um, again, Stephanie made some good, uh, some good suggestions. And we also have tips from the international hospitality Institute. Um, as they outline 10 core values required of hospitality practitioners. So we would advise all of our listeners to check out International Hospitality Institute and um, their hospitality code of ethics, which include uh, respect, humility, kindness, honesty, community, integrity, perseverance, optimism, innovation, and hard work. So if you successfully interact with negative coworkers, you can help the entire office feel more positive and more productive. What say you, Nikki? I love it. It's absolutely true. And, you know, we have big jobs to do. Yeah. So it's, Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's everyone has a job to do. And if they're doing it, they don't have time to be in somebody else's business. (laughs) (laughs) It's like ended right there. (laughs) If you drink enough water, you don't have time to be in people's business because you're in the bathroom. You're in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. We're going to stop. All right. All right. Thank you for listening to Don't Look Under the Bed. We appreciate your support of the show. Please subscribe, share, and leave a review. Thank you.